0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Breakfast with Sergio. This is episode number 206. And guess what my friends today I have back again in the show, Dale Miller. She was with us in the previous episode talking about how to network like a pro in an online setting. And today we're going to talk about how to network face to face. Hello, Dale, good morning, good to see you again. For those of you, my friends who do not know Dale, if you missed the last episode, please go back and check it out. Dale is a marketing expert, business development expert, AI developer, speaker, and coach, and we are so happy to have her here back again, because last time we ran out of uh, time to talk about how to network, you know, one-on-one, face-to-face, outside of our devices. So, Dale, how are you today?
1: I'm great, Sergio. Thank you for having me on again.
0: Absolutely. We are super happy because there's so much information you can provide. In one episode, it was just not enough, <laughs> right?
1: Right, exactly. It's, there, there is a lot to this networking thing.
0: Exactly. So we want to provide our friends with more value, as you did last time, which was awesome. I, I'm also using uh, that particular advice myself to connect with people that I want to connect with. So now let's talk about how to network. You know, on a one-on-one, face-to-face, outside of our mobile devices, which for some people, you know, is difficult. Particularly if you are an introvert. You know, if you're an introvert, if you're afraid of crowds or connecting. You know, what to say? How do I approach somebody I want to connect with? Maybe I go to this opening and I really want to talk to the curator or director, but when I'm in front of that person, I freeze and uh, I don't know what to say. Help us out there with some uh, some good advice today.
1: Sure, happy to do that. Uh, face-to-face is the ultimate that's the best even if you begin a relationship with somebody online you mm-hmm. need to transition it to in person in most cases if that's possible if someone mm-hmm. doesn't live near you maybe you can't do that you know if they're on the other side of the country but yeah. in person is really the best as we mentioned before because you have the body language the tone of voice you yeah. build the personal relationship much more easily I would say some of what I said in the previous episode, that it's important to do your research. So if you're going to a gallery opening, of course know something about the gallery. What kind of work do they show? Um, Know something about the gallery director that you want to speak to. So that when you do have the opportunity to speak to that person, you know something about them and you have some nuggets of things that you can work into the conversation. You know, you can say something about, I've been following your gallery for X number of years. I, I really like this particular artist that you show, or I really like your thoughts about the art industry and where things are going. You have something to say of knowledge about them to begin a conversation. Mm.
0: That's that's wonderful. And uh, let's talk also about you know how how do we read the body language of the other person? Sometimes, you know, I found uh, that some people sometimes don't get it. Like for example, if if there's a, an opening and I'm hosting the opening, I'm the curator or the, right. the gallery, and somebody comes and starts a conversation, I'm talking to, them, and then, you know, but I'm also working at that night, right? So it's it's good to have a conversation, but some people just keep going and going and going and don't want to let you go, and then you know you try to pull back, and they just keep, <laughs> you know. Uh, becomes almost like a monologue, where you're just listening to this person going on and on. You know? So help us a little bit how, you know those dynamics. How do we uh, uh, you know, respond to the other person, giving the other person space to also interact with us, and, and, uh, and how to do it, you know?
1: Yes, that's a very important point. And it does say, take some practice to get used to reading the body language, but if you think about it, so many of these things are just common sense. Yeah. If somebody is speaking with you and they're giving you a lot of eye contact, obviously that means they're interested. If their eyes are darting around the room and they look like, you know, they're having this look like, how can I escape this conversation? And <laughs> uh, you know that it's time to exit, that you're annoying <laughs> the person. Um, it doesn't mean that they don't like you or don't ever want to talk to you again, but maybe, like you say, they have other things on their mind. They have to talk to other people that are there. Yeah. And having an in-depth conversation with you right now is not priority so you have to look at the body language of the eye contact also how the person is standing if their body is turned towards you that's good if they're sort of on an angle away again common sense it kind of seems like Thanks, they walk away <laughs> from the conversation so these are the kinds of things that when you have them in mind and again if you approach it with um the spirit of curiosity, like I'm going to learn about body language and facial expressions, whether things go well or don't go well, you're going to learn from that experience. And the more you do it, you'll start to see patterns, and you'll get better and better at detecting those things.
0: Yeah, and um, a part of the part of the networking, like kind of like that in first introduction where you introduce yourself and you get going in the conversation. What would be a good advice to how to follow up after that encounter? Right, maybe you. You went to this event, you connected with somebody, maybe it was a great conversation, you were short, but it was good and sweet, and now it's sober. How do you, you know, keep that connection? How do you go back and reconnect or, or follow up on that connection?
1: Right, well, the best way, again, you have to go back to digital in that case. So you're either going to try to reach out to them on a social media channel and connect that way, or by email if you prefer, and if you have their email address. Either way, and again, just something that's short and sweet, reference the meeting that you had previously, the conversation. It was so nice meeting you at the gallery, really enjoyed you know, the show and hearing your thoughts about whatever, and you know, would just love to stay in touch. Something short and sweet like that, but again, reminding them of the connection because many times the people you want to connect with, they meet a lot of people. They're not necessarily going to remember you. So if you say something that will refresh their memory about that, more likely,
0: again, to connect or respond. That's great. Something that I've done, and you can tell me you know, if this kind of works or what you think about it, but something that I usually do also uh, at the end of the conversation, uh, instead of asking them for their business card, I ask them if we can exchange business cards. I yes, that that's excellent. An, if we do an exchange versus just give me, you know, I'll give you mine, you might give me yours, and then becomes more a, more a happy exchange than you right. know, give me your contact, but you don't have mine, you know.
1: Yes, yes. I like that point, and I agree with that completely. And also on that subject, I still believe in business cards. I know a lot of people yes. feel like those are going by the wayside or that they should, but I don't agree with that because I think there is still something to having a tangible, physical object that will spark your memory about the person. Maybe you won't keep it. Maybe you wind up throwing it away, you know, at a week from now. But at least from that initial meeting, I think it's good to have a business card. Okay.
0: Now, tell us a little bit also um, like being prepared for when we start networking and we feel more comfortable talking to people. Um, For example, something that I have talked about in other previous episodes about the elevator pitch, right? Kind of knowing a quick elevator pitch about what is it that you do, which most, if you're an artist, most likely people will ask at some point in the conversation, so what is it that you do? Mm -hmm. And if you say, well, it's too hard to explain, well, you know, (laughs) you lost them, right? Right. it's like, you know, next episode, we're going to talk about AI, right? So if somebody asks you about that and you're just like, well, it's too hard to explain, then you already lost them, right? So tell us a little bit about, you know, um, for us to be prepared also in a sense to understand who we are and the things that we do so that when somebody asks us, you know, we are ready with an answer that's, that's engaging and uh, is going to
1: yes. uh,
0: lead to further conversations.
1: I'm glad you asked that. That's so important. You definitely have to have your elevator pitch and it's a combination of, working on the pitch, but also in order to work on it, you have to know what your personal brand is. So it might take a little bit of soul searching to do, and you shouldn't be afraid to do that because this is what we call in marketing, your unique value proposition, right? You have to position yourself, what is unique about you, your work, and as a person, and how your personality and everything that you're interested in and that you care about infuses the creative work that you do. So that takes some thought. Don't be afraid to dig into it. Write it out. It shouldn't be something that you just think about and keep in your head. There's something about writing it down that makes it concrete. And then, of course, you have the opportunity to then you know, edit it, go back and refine it, think about is that really correct what I wrote. And it's an ongoing process. It's not like you have that once and you're done. It, <laughs> right. it evolves right oh so you definitely need to have that because that is your way to say in a short way to get somebody's attention and have them gain an understanding of what you do and then you know it's working when somebody says oh wow that's interesting tell me more about yeah. that
0: so where can our friends find you on social media
1: they can find me on linkedin that's the channel that i'm most active on so please search for me there awesome. and uh, by email if people want to reach out as well which is simple. It's my name, Dale, D-A-L-E dot Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, 529 at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Super good. Thank you, Dale. I want to say thanks to all our friends who are watching today or if you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Please share this episode with a friend, and I will see you in the next episode. or here with Sergio, have a great day. Goodbye.